All right, once we're sure we're live. It counted down. It did. But I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the happy screen to update. <laughs> so it'll be live in a couple of seconds. It's always that, oh my gosh, is it there or not there I yet? I think it is. It is indeed. Oh, it's live. Okay. There we are. So I guess I'll get to do the welcome. Yeah. So hey, welcome to Madison Public Library's Ask Ask Me Anything Technology Edition. My name is Sean Walsh. I'm the Emerging Services and Technologies Librarian, and with me is Charlie. I am Charlie Varnico. I am the uh, Guiding Ohio Online Learning Coach here at the library. <clears throat> and manning the camera is Miss Melanie in the back there, head of public services. So uh, what an AMA is, is literally ask us anything technology related or some of the library questions. We can answer some of those as well. Um, and we're going to be on here for what, an, an hour? Yes. Okay. So we're going to be on for about an hour. So we're going to do some technology news to kind of fill up the space as people are logging in and coming to check us out. So uh, feel free to drop a question into the uh, chat window there, or you know, as just if you would post a comment. And hey, look, we got someone watching! Yay! <laughs> All right. So Charlie, yep. Would you like to start with some technology news? Uh, let's see. What do I have on the the docket for today? Yeah. Uh, so. First thing I have is uh, Bad Software is turning some uh, Mustang Mach-E's into electric bricks. Uh, basically what happened was that some Ford Mach-E models have had some issues with uh, the 12 volt battery that actually starts is meant to start the car. Okay. Well it runs off of the main high voltage battery that powers the car when it's running. Uh-huh. Um, well eventually that drains the whole battery out and the 12 volt battery out. Oh. So then it just kind of kills the car. <laughs> So until it's charged, so technically what Ford has told people is that you need to keep the car plugged in until you start it so that it counteracts the whole issue. It's this fun yeah, no. thing. <laughs> yeah. So I've got to keep my, so what you're telling me is if I had one of those Fords, yeah. I have to keep it plugged in, start the car, get back out, and unplug, unplug it. Unplug it, and then you drive away with it. See, this kind of like vaguely <laughs> reminds me of like the old crank start cars. Yeah. You know, where you had to go out, put the thing in, start it a couple of times, turn it around, get it going, mm -hmm. then hurry up and run in the car before it drove off without you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to call that a feature. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ford is doing has a recall put out for all or for for it right now. Really? But okay. It's not a over the internet update to the car that you have to do, you have to take it back to a dealer, dealer? to get okay. it done. So. Yeah, I've had to have some software done uh, on my car. I have a, um, a Dodge Charger, and I had to have some software done yeah. um, to deal with my shifter. Yeah, that I couldn't do it myself. I, you know, if they would have let me, I would have downloaded it and put it in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, that's, that's, that's something yeah, that's else. Not, yeah. Imagine just being on a road trip, and then your, your car just bricks itself somehow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean... <laughs> And you're not really supposed to jump those cars. No. Um, now, I'm going to talk about something a little bit that will actually allow you to recharge one of those batteries. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, you know what? I'll go ahead and talk about that now. So, um, you know, most, most people are familiar with uh, capacitors. Yeah. As far as, like, you know, those big tubular things on mm -hmm. the telephone, or on the, well, I call them telephone poles, on the electric poles yeah. outside your house. Those are just big capacitors. And they help even out the power um, around a uh, around a neighborhood. Yeah. So if you want to think about a capacitor, it's kind of like like a water tower. Power goes in, it gets filled up, and then it kind of distributes out nice and evenly. Yeah. Well, you know they have super capacitors, and what they do is not only do they store power, 
but they kind of like add to it. So they use okay. their own power to make more power a little bit. Okay. It's kind of a it's kind of a crazy bit of science. Mm -hmm. uh, but these are becoming more and more on the market, and what they're using them for is actually to power cars that okay. have that have the batteries died. Okay. There's usually just a little bit of juice left in your battery, unless your battery's damaged. Mm -hmm. There's enough that it it'll sort of try to get the car started again. Yeah. Um, but it won't quite get there. One of these supercapacitors, what you do is just hook it under your battery, mm -hmm. and it won't hurt your electronics because it's a nice yeah. even flow, and just let it sit there. And it kind of builds up power okay. over and over and over until there's enough that you can then start your car. So get one of the supercapacitors if you got one of these Fords <laughs> that aren't working right with their batteries. <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the nice thing about the supercapacitor versus like hooking up to somebody else's car mm -hmm. is, again, it's an even power. Yeah. If you want to think about like, you know, unplugging a thing of water and it just flows until it's empty. Yeah. It doesn't like go flow, stop, flow, stop. That's what cars yeah. do. Cars fluctuate yeah. a lot. Where this is just nice flow out. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of looking forward to those. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on with capacitors that, you know, in place of batteries, we can use yeah. capacitors. And capacitors are, um, in some cases, uh, lighter mm -hmm. than a traditional battery because the components are a little bit different. They're a little bit safer than a battery yeah. because capacitors don't really catch on fire like lithium batteries can catch on fire yeah. and be really dangerous. Capacitors are just like, eh, whatever. Um, now, like the things on the telephone poles, those are full of PVC oil. Yeah. That is a little bit flammable. But these capacitors, like what, what we're using to charge a car, yeah. is totally different. Because uh, I know someone probably in the comments is go, well, I've seen one of those things catch on fire. No, different, different, same technology, different setup. Yeah. Um, in fact, one of the cool things at... Um, in Kent. So Kent is kind of the hub for liquid yeah. crystal development. So they have uh, liquid crystal engineers. Yeah. Um, so liquid crystals, you know, make our displays that we're looking at right here. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is that they can store electricity, like a mm -hmm. capacitor. So a liquid crystal was kind of this geometric um, design that you can then store power in it. So they're looking at making liquid crystal um, capacitors. So okay. if you can think about it, we can make a liquid crystal as thin as your display screen or yeah. your your watch, you know, your yeah. phone. Think about that then being a battery, hmm. which is kind of cool. And that's coming out of Kent, Ohio. So Kent Displays out of Kent, Ohio. I'll give them a, a shout-out because I know a bunch of my friends have PhDs that are working there. <laughs> um, you know, absolutely awesome place. Yeah. And, again, cool technology in Ohio, not, away, not far away from Madison. Mm -hmm. So what else you got, Charlie? Uh, let's see. I have just a little fun one here. Uh, Hasbro new uh, Hasbro has a uh, seven hundred dollar Optimus Prime toy that can transform on its own. <laughs> okay, so I am a child of the eighties, and I loved my original Generation One Transformers. And now I'm an adult, sort of. Uh, but even at 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 forty two years old, I'm not sure if I dropped seven hundred dollars for a self. Yeah. Self-transforming Optimus Prime. I'm watching your video. It looks yeah, awesome. It looks pretty cool. It looks completely awesome. And it better have that really cool transformer sound effect to it. I sure hope it does. But yeah. uh, reading it, it didn't sound like it uh, did. But I mean, it that's a cool go. toy. I mean, I could see, I could see getting broken pretty quickly. That's definitely mm -hmm. like a toy like how many, for forty-year-old men. <laughs> like, how many times would you actually just see this thing, like, go yeah. out and... I know. It'd be, like, literally be, like, something I put it out in front of my friends, like, here, watch this. This is cool. And then just you... you and then, like, okay, we watch it a couple times, and then we move on to something else. Yeah. So, any questions yet, Miss Melanie? We do not yet. We do have more people watching. I see that. So, again, this is an AMA. Ask me anything. Um, so, this is... This is your chance to ask us some technology questions. If you just want to type in the, uh, the you know, the, the comment box there... 
and we'll do our best, do our best to answer your questions. Uh, you can ask us library questions, you can ask us technology questions, and we'll be able to go from there. If you ask us who's, you know, what's the best romance book, I don't think we're going to do well on that one, no. but we can do other library <laughs> questions. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm still thinking about the $700 Transformer. Um, so, you know, going back to, going back to my childhood, um, I was very fortunate that I had um, family members who were into astronomy, and, and mm -hmm. my, uncle, my uncle Kevin lived in, um, in Florida, so... You know, we had a lot of space stuff because he, yeah. you know, you know, we get stuff from NASA and whatnot. And so I've always loved NASA, and I will always love NASA. And I'm kind of excited about the um, NASA's Ingenuity. Uh, yeah, Ingenuity. It, so it's the new, you know, yeah. it's new probe on Mars. And I've loved watching it. If, if some of you follow me on Facebook, I've posted, you know, sound, what it sounds like, what the wind sounds like on Mars, which yeah. is really kind of cool to hear the wind on a different planet. Well, they're going to be launching a helicopter, and it was it was going to happen, I think, today, but it's going to be moved to Wednesday. Yeah, I saw something about that. Too. But there's something kind of cool about the fact that we're going to be launching a helicopter yeah. on Mars <laughs> to check stuff out. I mean, you know, being from Ohio, and you know, even though North Carolina says they're the birthplace of aviation, yeah. it really happened in Ohio and Dayton. Um, and I'll argue that point. Um, you know. Just seeing that and, and hearing that is just, it's just it's really awesome. I can imagine, you know, the helicopter's going up. It's going to fly. Yeah. It's going to be like a drone. It's going to be our first chance to really look at Mars beyond just what the rovers can see on the ground or what the satellites yeah. can see. You know, there's that intermediary. So I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about Artemis. And I don't think this has got enough press. So Artemis, um, which is Apollo's sister... Yeah. So Apollo being our first mission to the moon, yeah. Artemis is going to be our newest mission to the moon. Oh, okay. And so and uh, they're gunning for 2024. Okay. We're going to land people on the moon again. Ooh. I'm kind of excited about this because, you know, the moon landing, it was in the 60s. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that was, it felt like to me a very, very long time ago. You know, yeah. even though I, I grew up with the space shuttles and all that going up and down, you know, um, it felt like it was forever ago that we went to the moon. Yeah. And it's going to be really cool to see us go to the moon again. Mm -hmm. I, I feel this is important because, you know, when we, when we went to the moon in the 60s, all kinds of cool technology got developed. Velcro came out of that. Mm -hmm. Teflon came out of that. Uh, Corningware. Mm -hmm. Things that we use every single day mm -hmm. came out of that program. And, you know, to me, the, the rush to go into space, the rush to go to Mars, seems like, oh, we're going to spend billions of dollars to do that. But the investment on the long term of all this yeah. technology we develop ends up becoming something that's ubiquitous. You know, I mean, who doesn't, who, who would not survive without Corningware, Teflon, Pyrex, the Velcro <laughs> in their daily life right now? Yeah. And a lot of loan batteries and all the other stuff that we've got going. Yeah. So... I'm looking forward to this, and it's, I mean, it's not that far away. It's, you know, yeah. two years. That's yeah, yeah. three years. That's cool. So what else you got, Charlie? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go. Segway is, make, is going into the motorcycle side of things now. So you know them for the typical mall cop little yeah, you know, the Segway. Let's go do thing. a tour yeah. of, of yeah, Washington, so D.C. Yeah. So now they're moving on to a Tron-style motorcycle. Have you ever seen Tron before? Yeah, I love uh, Tron. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, they're making, they're going to try to go into motorcycles now, and it's mm -hmm. actually going to be hi uh, powered by what was it, hydrogen? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to be electric. It's going to be uh, run off hydrogen. 
And they're saying it's actually going to be relatively cheap at about seven or ten seven. Oh yeah. Yeah, for that's, the entire thing. I mean, yeah, that's expensive, but yet, it not expensive in comparison to other things in that technology range. Exactly. So it's it's going to be hydrogen powered. So you're gonna you're gonna load hydrogen or water into it somehow, mm -hmm. and either make the water into hydrogen or plug into hydrogen. Yeah. Wow, a motorcycle running on hydrogen. That sounds frightening to a certain extent. I mean, especially because I'm looking at it, and it looks like one yeah. of those, you know, really, you know, extreme bikes. It's yeah, not I a. Don't, I don't know. How it's well not like an easy rider kind of lay back and let it go. No, this is it, like a. It's like like get in there and go. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Wow, that is something. So, yeah, I mean, I I want to see us move forward with different types of fuels and different types of technologies. Mm -hmm. I just. You know, I, I in my mind, I'm thinking we got to just get there in a nice <laughs> stage. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't want to drive on a hydrogen, <laughs> basically on a on a Hindenburg because the Hindenburg was full of hydrogen, and we know how that went. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. yeah, I don't want to be like riding a Hindenburg through like Cleveland or Columbus traffic. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, no, that no. Would not, be, that would not, be not me long, yet. No. Not me yet. No. Um. So, kind of. Uh, going in the vehicle thing, so uh, Domino's okay. is launching a, um, they say it's a pilot program, but in Houston, mm -hmm. they're going to use autonomous vehicles, so you know, self-driven vehicles yeah. to deliver pizzas in Houston. That'd be interesting. So you're going to load up this thing, it's going <laughs> to drive around, yeah. and I'm assuming, because it doesn't say anything about a little robot getting out there, knocking on the door and putting your pizza down, so it's going to arrive at your house, you're going to have to go out. And grab and it. grab the pizza from it, and then go and back, then go in, back the in the house. Yeah, so uh, it's I th I think it's cool. I think we're gonna get yeah. there. You know, in Dubai they're gonna be uh, also doing uh, autonomous taxis. Okay. So this is very like uh, Fifth Element and <laughs> and uh, you know, Blade Runner, where like you get in a taxi and you say, "I want to go to downtown Cleveland," and it just goes. Yeah, it just takes you there. Um, that's kind of cool. Now yeah. Dubai is a good place to test it at because. Um, the neat thing about Dubai is it's, you know, it's an old place, mm -hmm. but it's a very modern city. Oh, you know, yes. all the cities in Dubai are very modern, and so they're very structured. Yeah. And so, like, if you drive around here, you got some weird angled kind of roads. Yeah. That doesn't exist. It's very grid-like. Mm -hmm. And so, as far as, like, an autonomous car, mm -hmm. you know, it's looking at a grid pattern to work from and be able to drive on. Yeah, not like a... Okay, yeah. Pattern and then squiggles. Not like else. a U, not like a good old U.S. We got like five different roads coming into one stop, and you got to figure out what to do. Yeah. You know, um, we all learned that program, that 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 concept in coding. Yeah. You know, that was uh, like Dijkstra's algorithm and stuff. You know, mm -hmm. this is very very nice and angular and stuff. So yeah. that looks cool. And I mean, I don't want to, I don't want like pizza delivery people to lose their jobs, but there is something kind of cool about the autonomous delivery things. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, you can't go out. You can't go out in your bathrobe or you know your pajamas to go get your pizza. Yeah, so mm -hmm. what else you got, Ron? Uh, Toyota electric SUV showed off ahead of reveal next week. Oh yeah, at least that's what the uh, title says. Okay. Um, so basically, Toyota has been working on with Subaru to make a um, electric powered vehicle. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that they've showed is the front bumper of the thing, so they can't. <laughs> there's really nothing going on with it until what is it, the 19th? So next next week, mm -hmm. yeah, or sometime this yeah, week, Monday. yeah, next Monday. Uh, they're trying the. They're trying the. They're saying that's going to look like their what is it, Toyota Ven 
Benza? Benza, yeah. Yep, yeah. That's it. It's there it's there it's gonna kinda look about the same. Okay. But a little so not bit a more, big not a big yeah, SUV. Not huge. Yeah. It's gonna be about a mid size, a little bit more compact kind of vehicle. But you won't find anything else out till about Monday. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The the rush to electric vehicles is gonna be interesting. Um you know, um Periodically, I, I take trips uh, into southern Ohio, and there's mm -hmm. a, um, I pass, and a lot of times I get lunch near a, um, a giant, giant Tesla station. Oh, okay. So there's like, like 30 or 40 um, Tesla chargers there. Hey, we got a question. We do have a question. Yes. The question is, hi, do I need a special application or something to send stuff to my printer? Ah. Would you like to do that one, or well, you want me to do that one? That it it will depend on the printer because I know some are a little weird on how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so depends on what you're talking about how to send to your printer. If you're sending it from your phone, yeah. Then most times you do need an app for that. Um, there is a thing called Google Print, mm -hmm. uh, but your printer has to be all set up for that. Yeah. Where most of the time the app that comes from Canon or HP or Epson. Yeah. Is already set up, ready to go. You just load it on your phone and go. If that's what, if you're talking about your phone or your tablet or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're talking about your PC, and it, this is is it named Judy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Judy. Sorry, it's a little hard. I'm looking at a screen right in front off off camera, so I got to see yeah. your name. It's real small. Um, so, Judy, if it's from your PC, then you have to load something called drivers to make sure that your PC supports talking to that printer. Mm -hmm. um, and the big catch with wireless printers. Oh, yeah. Is you set up the wireless printer and it grabs a wireless address. Mm -hmm. And if the printer gets shut off for an extended period of time or you will reset your router or something like that, mm -hmm. it loses that address. And then all of a sudden your PC can't talk to it and you have to go through the process all over again. Yeah. Now, there's a way to fix that. Um, it's giving it what's called a fixed address, but that's a very long conversation. So if anybody out there has a question about that, you can call us in. Charlie and I can both do that yeah. um, over the phone with you. Yes. So, oh, Charlie, yes. that's on you, man. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so I do learning coach appointments. Learning coaches are basically hour-long little appointments that you can um, do um, if you have questions about how to use uh, computers, smartphones, tablets, mo more or less that kind of stuff. Uh, we can set you up for about an hour, and we can kind of walk through what you need help with and all that kind of stuff. All right, looks like Judy said, okay, thanks, guys. I hope that answered your question. Um, so yeah, so so you can you can I can get an hour long appointment with you and go over something. You can also get hour long appointments to go over some of the stuff in our create space, like our laser, yeah. our three D printer, um, the vacuum former, any of the Cricut devices. Mm -hmm. um, the only one we're working on a little bit. We have a sewing machine, and um, I got I got to get someone that's a little bit better with a sewing machine to help out with that because that's yeah. not my forte. <laughs> um, so let's see. Thank you again, Judy, for your question. We appreciate that. So yeah. it's not just us talking all the time in space. Um, that's ironic since I talk about space all the time. Yeah. Um, so, okay, more, more electric vehicles, huh? Um, yes. <laughs> so, so we're going to change to something entirely different. And I'm fascinated by this because this kind of started out with um, some of the uh, fitness trackers have been yeah. tracking your sleep more and more. It seems like over the last year, uh, more and more companies are dumping a ton of money into sleep tracking. Hmm. Whether it's a manufacturer, like a hardware manufacturer, like I have a smartwatch and they, it has a sleep tracker on it, mm -hmm. or other companies like uh, Google and their Nest devices. So a Nest isn't necessarily something you wear, it's yeah. something in your house. 
But Wait, um, isn't that a security device? Nest is security. It's thermostats. Okay. It's, so it's just um, like a, how would you call it, Internet of Things kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's an Internet of Things. So yeah, it, it you know Nest talks to your phone, uh, talks to your phone, talks to your certain fridges, mm -hmm. um, grills. So you can check the how hot your you know your your meat's doing, how long it's been in there, and the grill and stuff like that. Yeah. Test your roast stoves, things like that. So, uh, washers and dryers. It tells you when the clothes is done. <laughs> uh, I kind of like the little gongy bell thing, but that's me. Mm -hmm. uh, but if mine was like two floors away, yeah. I would like to know when the washer's done that I have to either yeah. go upstairs or go downstairs to figure out. Um, but they're investing more and more in this sleep technology. I find it fascinating because they want to help us sleep better. Yeah. Because if you think about it, technology a lot of times is blamed for why you're not sleeping. Yeah. Because you spent too much time on your phone or your tablet or, oh, yeah. or on the TV or whatever. And so your brain is still active when you're trying to go to sleep. Yeah. And so like it, it, Google, Microsoft, all these companies, tons and tons of money getting thrown into um, this sleep technology. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have yeah. a smartwatch at home. I forgot to put it on today. But um, it has a sleep thing to it. I'm like... Yeah. Okay, you say it's sleep thing, and then I take it off, but it doesn't like doesn't do anything. Yeah, I like I don't because I charge my watch at night, so that's yeah. that's weird. Now, like the like I had a Fitbit for a while. Unfortunately, mine um, got discontinued and the battery died. Oh, okay. Uh, but I like that because I could put it on my wrist, and it would the battery would last long enough for that. Yeah. So um, so if you're joining us, this is our AMA. Ask us, ask me anything, or ask us anything. I guess we should maybe call it something different. Yeah. Ask us anything. Um, at, at fire away with your technology questions. We talk about technology news to kind of fill up the gap of time. Um, but we're here, and uh, so feel free to ask us some questions and let us know what you think. And uh, you can ask us library questions. Uh, we draw the line at romance novel recommendations, not our forte, but we know people. We know people who oh, know yes. those books. So, do you got another technology story? If not, uh, I've got one. Not at the moment, Okay, no. very cool. So, um, in the whole zone of like... My, one of my favorite things, the, um, you know, the sleep tracker. Uh, so Android now has an option to tell you, hey, you're walking. Look up from your phone, which I find both cool and frightening that they're building this in to tell you, you are walking, stop, look at your stop looking at your phone. <laughs> and it will literally take over the screen and say, you're walking. It's almost like you know the the stuff that comes up and moves your car, it moves your phone into car mode, so you're yeah. not interacting with it. But yet you can still play your music or whatever. Mm -hmm. It says something that we now have to be told: you're walking. Stop looking at your phone. Yeah. Now, periodically, I have used my phone for like walking directions, like when I've been in a city. Like a good example is yeah. I've used it a lot in New York City, where I'm like, okay, where's the nearest subway station? I got to get from here to here, here to here. So I need to find a subway station, and I'm walking. I'm not yeah. driving. You know. And I've used that, and I have like been like walking, looking at my phone, going, "Okay, please don't walk into traffic. Please don't walk into traffic. I'm still trying to find my way," you know, things like that. Um, the other thing I found interesting is so kind of through the pandemic, there's been a re, re um, kind of a reinvestment, reinvigoration um, of okay. the whole augmented reality glasses thing. Okay. Do you ever get a chance to wear a Google Glass at all? I've never had a chance to do okay. that. Okay, no. so I had I had a really I had a good friend who had one, and uh, so we were at a technology conference. So she let me wear it for a couple hours, and so you know, so it was over top of my my yeah. glasses because I wear glasses all the time, and it was projecting into my eye, which was which was okay, but I had to like do this to get it to turn on, mm -hmm. 
And I had to like do this. I these weird head motions. It looked like I had a weird tick or something. Yeah. Not to make fun of people who have ticks, but like I had to keep like moving my head in weird angles. And eventually my neck hurt. Yeah. To keep waking it up. And there was a hand thing, but it didn't work as well. Mm. I did find it cool because I could hit a button and like kind of go live with video with mm. it to my phone. And so we did like a couple of live interviews with it, which was neat because it was from my eye perspective. Yeah. So I was looking at the person's face, or I could look down at what they were showing me instead yeah. of like trying to move a camera around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the directions, the Google directions on that were fascinating because it was literally telling me in my ear, you're going to turn left, and it was the map of the place we were at. Oh, wow. Because it was a convention center, so Google had those maps. It was literally yeah. telling me how to get to the room I needed to go. <laughs> but then the battery died, and I had to charge it like constantly. Mm-hmm. So Microsoft has been putting money into this. And in fact, uh, Microsoft developed this thing called HoloLens, mm-hmm. which is kind of based on some of the technology that came out of the Kinect. If you remember, yes. play, you, you probably played Kinect. Oh, I have one. Still. You have now? I still have one, too. <laughs> but the Kinect was this thing so that when you played games with the Xbox, you would move around and track your movement. Yeah, it was full, motion, it was full body tracking. Exactly. So HoloLens is a combination of that plus an augmented reality. Hmm. And I should say augmented reality, the difference between augmented and virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Virtual reality... I'm going somewhere, and it's a, supposed to be a full immersive experience. Yeah. You know, the, the the sound, the sights, the yeah, eyes, as, all that stuff. As, as a person that has an Oculus at home. Oh, you have an yes. Oculus, okay. Yes. All right, so augmented is I'm looking at what's going on currently, yeah. but then it's enhanced with something, mm-hmm. like an overlay of a map. Or, like, for a while there, there was a company that was doing um, where you would look at a business through your phone or through Google Glasses, yeah. and it, it would, like, oh, well, that business, here's their menu. Yeah. And he would just do it like on a recognition or look at a house and say, oh, this house is for sale. Yeah. This is how much it costs. Here's the, here's the realtor. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to look it up, it would just mm-hmm. use the image recognition, which is kind of what the hollow lens is doing. Yeah. It's doing image recognition to recognize people um, based on uh, facial recognition stuff and yeah. your profile, pictures like that. And it's also layering over top of other information. So the U.S. government is using this to um, work with soldiers to provide them extra information on the battlefield as well as in other situations. Okay. So, for example, U.S. Corps of Army engineers, guys are wearing this stuff, gals are wearing this stuff, and they're getting, you know, if they're working on a bridge or a dam, all the extra information is right there so they can see, oh, well, here, we're working on this part, that's what's going on here, it's all there in front of them. Okay. And they can kind of interact with it. Very cool. Very cool. I was going to say, I have, I have a little bit of like that on my phone mm-hmm. since it's a Google Pixel. It has a uh, Google Lens on it. Yeah. So it's the same exact thing mm-hmm. as you're talking about. The only difference is it's going through my camera instead. Now, it's still kind of a work in progress when Google says it. Well, Google's always a work in progress. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the it, it works pretty well, but you know sometimes it doesn't work at all. <laughs> yeah. Like it recognizes certain things, other things it doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I it's uh, Google is always funny because people don't realize that like most Google things are still in testing for like yeah. tens of tens of years. <laughs> I mean, for the longest time, Gmail was still in testing, mm-hmm. even though Gmail like everyone had a Gmail and and you know it pretty much took over the mail space for yeah. public mail. Gmail was still in testing till maybe about maybe ten years ago. Jeez. Technically, still in beta, still in testing. So I thought that was pretty crazy. Um, so the HoloLens, the augmented reality, more and more companies are getting into it. Epson, mm-hmm. um, there's, a, there's a lot of really nice ones that are being built into existing glasses. Mm-hmm. So I would have a film on probably this lens because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm right-eye dominant. 
and the projector would be there, and it would only be for me to see, but it would be a projector of information based from my phone. Oh, okay. Because that's that was the thing that Google didn't do super well. Oddly enough, that was before Google got into the phone space. Mm-hmm. They couldn't, like, Google Glasses couldn't talk to your phone real well. You had to jump through a lot of hoops to make it work. Okay. It tried to do all of it in here. So it you know, and the computer attached it to it. Yeah. The, okay. And that was just way too much and killed the battery. So this may be where, how they pull battery life back out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be like a Bluetooth connected. Yeah device to your phone. Yeah, because, I mean, frankly, I mean, I'm walking around with more power than what they launched the Apollo Mm -hmm. on my phone, more power than I had on my first computer (laughs) when I bought a computer. uh, And so, you know, let the processor happen here. Let all the display stuff happen here and then kind of do the battery better. Plus, batteries have gotten smaller, as we said. We talked about capacitor batteries early on. Mm -hmm. All of that's going to be able to fit into frames, you know. And mm-hmm. the cool thing is people are going after more chunky frames now, which is fashionable and gives us a little more room to stick some technology well, in I there. Well, think, I think the cool thing is uh, if you've ever seen the Bose glasses, yeah. headphones, that's what I'm thinking they're going to start looking like. Yeah, absolutely. And the frames on the in, on the outside are going to have the built-in projector that yeah. goes into the screen. Built-in projector, or, uh, built-in ear lens. things. Yeah, yeah. Headphones that's going to be nice. to the sides and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So how are we doing, Miss Melanie? Any any time? Any how are we doing on time? How are we doing we, with questions? We are halfway through. There okay. have not been any other questions, but okay. I, mean, I just generally know some, but I okay. don't know where. So um, you're gonna have to repeat it because I don't know how well we're keeping. Yeah, up. no problem. Um, so we have had some folks who have been wondering about Twitch since we had that advertised Twitch okay. program, um, and what is it? Um, because it Sounds like a nervous tick. Okay. So Twitch is a, actually, well, it's owned by Amazon now. It wasn't originally. But Twitch is a uh, open um, live streaming service that you can stream anything, really. Besides, well, I mean, you have to follow the guidelines. But yeah. Other than that. So, like, Facebook <laughs> Facebook is it has a streaming option. Like, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, Twitch was built around streaming, and Twitch yes. was built around people streaming what they were doing with their video games, mostly, right? Yes, originally, originally it was meant for video game streaming, uh, just chatting, or just creativity in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, now it's this huge community of people and all that kind of stuff that you can, <laughs> yeah, go and watch. So, so live streaming is picking up with like things beyond video games. Like, um, I think yes. I saw people cooking live. Yes, cooking. so you could cook along. And, you know, if you think about like. Um, historically, some of the shows on PBS, where you would, you know, sew along with the mm-hmm. person or cook along with the person, or one of my favorites, you know, Bob Ross. Oh yeah, <laughs> paint along with Bob Ross. I love Bob Ross. I really do. And, and it was, you know, it was kind of cool. So you could live stream with someone, and they could be painting along with you. The cool thing is, you know, I could watch Bob Ross, but I couldn't ask Bob Ross a question. Yeah. Twitch allows me to ask Bob Ross yeah. a question. So it's basically the same thing as Facebook Live here. If we have the chat to the side, we can mm-hmm. actually read what the people are saying in the chat to mm-hmm. the side. Now, you know, how easily noticeable it is, like compared to, you know, how many people we get on stream here, compared to mm-hmm. some of the bigger names on Twitch that get like millions and millions of people yeah. at a time. Yeah, well we're we're know. we're not we're not that we're not <laughs> yeah, that we're famous not, yet. We're not gonna go that I don't think. But. So one of the cool things that we've been doing with Twitch is we've been playing interactive games with Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just did some of the Jackbox uh, yeah. games. Jackbox games. Uh, so we did that. 
And we're going to be doing Among Us, yes, which Among is again... Us at the what, end of the month? I think close to the end of the month. So it's, an inter again, an interactive game. So um, we're going to have some audience members. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have some live players. And so that was kind of the cool thing about like the Jackbox games is the audience members could participate while we were all playing together. Yeah. So they Even could all vote in. We had the lobby full. We still mm -hmm. had other people trying to participate as well. Yep. All right. So I have a follow-up question. So does that mean that Twitch has been gaining in popularity during the pandemic because people can play but they're not physically near each other? Yes. Absolutely. I think Twitch, Twitch is one of the stars of the pandemic mm -hmm. where... Um, you know, it basically allowed people to play board games together. It allowed people to play video games together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, we've always been able to play remote, but there's something magical about playing with the person next to you and mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, jangling back and forth. Um, you know, and I think it definitely, it's it's kind of blown up from there. Um, it definitely has a, a specific age range. Um, I would say, you know, Twitch, their demographics are, f say, 14 to 35. Yeah. Uh, where Facebook tends to go more along the lines oh, of like 35 to, to 50, 60, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Just their, their target demographics. Well, doesn't mean you can, you know, if you're, if you're above or below, you can't yeah. be on any of these platforms. It's just the, where they target. So if someone had a child or grandchild talking about Twitch and they're doing something on Twitch, is it an app that they would download to a device like if grandma wanted to watch their um, granddaughter play games on Twitch? Is that what they would do? So that depends on if you're doing it on PC and or mobile devices. So like on PC, you just have to do twitch.tv and it will take you to the main site and then you can just go ahead and search for whoever they're trying to watch. Like Madison PL. Yeah, Madison PL Us. is a good example. Um, and it's kind, of the, it's kind of a little bit different. You could do, do it the same way over Chrome or whatever, Safari on your phone or your mobile devices. Um, though it doesn't work very well, so the app usually tends to work yeah, a little bit yeah. better. The app's a little bit more stable, let's just put it that way. Um, but you would log in to Twitch that way, and then you would be able to search for the... It's basically the same idea, it's just different ways of doing it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you can watch in. You don't necessarily have to have an account to watch someone on Twitch. You can uh, kind of, you know, just go to go to whatever their their uh, we call it a Twitch page, Twitch stream, uh, Twitch channel, Twitch channel, Twitch called, channel. Yeah. Okay. So you go to their Twitch channel, and then you can kind of watch what's going on in their channel. Mm -hmm. Now, it's, it's a live thing versus a recorded thing. Like, when we're done with Facebook, this is going to be a recorded thing. Yeah, you know, gonna it's going to end up on YouTube or, or as well. Wherever we're putting it. Yeah. So, I mean, where Twitch is like, I'm live right now. Yeah. So I'm they may right not now. be, like, right yeah. now, we're not on Twitch because we're doing this. Um, mm -hmm. So so does it help Miss Melanie answer some of the questions you heard? I think so. All right. So, Charlie, while we're, while we're kind of... Seeing how if anybody else joins us in, All right. um, so tell me about you know you've done some recordings. Yeah. So can you tell me what kind of recordings are available for to help people out with technology? All right. So right now we have a few uh, bite-sized tech videos out there right now. Uh, by me specifically, I've done one of our uh, library apps called Hoopla. Uh, basically, Netflix for free in a way, um, but you can do books and stuff too. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I've done. Oh, hold on. Gonna, yeah, as I say, you want to bring gonna up go, the screen? I'm going to go to the YouTube page real quick. So while you're bringing it up, um, so I know that I've done some stuff on how to search a catalog that helps out school students. So I've talked about how to do search a catalog for Lexile, which is the, the reading numbers that are assigned from our local schools. Um, there's a product called Sora, which is eBooks, 
And I've talked about how to use that through the school as well as connect it into the ebooks available at the library. And so what else you got, Charlie? Uh, so I've done Zoom when, what, we had the, the first big wave of... Wave of Zoom, but if you're still yes. getting new to Zoom, Charlie's got a great video on how to do that. Uh, next, I have the, um, what is it, the, the, our catalog. How okay, to getting into the catalog. Get into it. Mm -hmm. uh, a video on some of the hot spots. I think I need to update that, actually. Yeah, we got, new ones. we got some new ones. But yeah, those principles are still the same, but you also yeah. did a troubleshooting one on how to yeah. troubleshoot a hot spot, to too, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then I think, what was my last one? Uh, advanced search on the catalog as well. Is the main ones that I've done so far. Uh, All I right. Think I'm going to try to do what? Freegal or. Uh, you going to do some of our other apps. Freegal, which is our stuff. free music app. Yeah, Freegal. Uh, and then we're going to move on to Livian Overdrive. Mm -hmm. And I think, is there. Uh, Linda. And Linda. Linda.com, yeah. Because you can get Linda.com through us for free with your library card. So that's online. It's an online learning platform. Mm -hmm. um, Simil so, would you call it similar to Coursera or a little bit different than Coursera? I, I, if you're familiar with Coursera, it's very similar to Coursera. Mm -hmm. um, I like it a little bit better because it seems to be a little more fluid than Coursera. Not that Coursera is bad, but I just like, like Linda yeah. a lot better. And it's it's paid for by the state of Ohio, mm -hmm. which is really nice. Um, so they're helping us cover the cost for that. There we go. <laughs> um, so I know that you know, Charlie, we're going to be doing some of the apps. You know, we're also we've got some um, some video equipment that's going to allow us to take some live. Uh, move it over this way a little bit of live video from our phones. Mm -hmm. So for those who have iPhones, iPads, Android devices, things like that, we're going to start doing some of the videos on how to do things on your phone directly. Yeah. So like uh, Hoopla, no, I didn't, I didn't uh, record any uh, form of mobile devices at the mm -hmm. time. We, were, we had that in mind, but I could not get my phone to record. Yeah, so we're going to work on that. For some weird reason. So technology, gonna, yay. It yeah, doesn't so always work for the technology guys. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to work on that. Uh, we'll eventually come out with a video for mobile devices. Uh, now, how what what we're going to use is going to be a mystery, but we'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, it's always a mystery. Mysteries yeah. are fun. That's we're a library. We like mysteries. That's true. Uh, the other thing is we we're probably going to hook up um, an Apple TV and a Roku as well, because things like Hoopla, you mm -hmm. can load the app on there. So you have to um, to kind of give away a little bit. I'm a, a spoiler. Um, <laughs> you have to do some work on your phone, but then you can watch it on the Apple TV yeah. or watch it on the Roku. So you can borrow stuff from our free Netflix-like service and then yeah. watch it on your TV. You don't have to watch it with a PC or you don't have to watch it with your phone. Well, that and an uh, uh, interesting thing that I, I had, um, I had a um, nice man call me the other day about uh, OverDrive on uh, Windows 10. Yeah, there's an app for that. And there's an app on the Windows 10 store. Yeah. I did not realize that. So that's going to be something I'm going to cover on OverDrive as well. Yes. Is the Windows 10 version of it. And I didn't even realize it existed until he was like, I have a Windows 10 computer and I'm using the app from the Windows 10 yeah. store. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Yeah. Windows 10, unfortunately, Windows 10 and Windows Phone, some companies created apps for and then they kind uh, like moved away from them. <laughs> yeah. Walked away from it. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the Windows 10 app for OverDrive is bad or anything like that. I'm just saying it's one of the few ones we have. Yeah. And because, you know, OverDrive is really good about it. By the way, OverDrive, an Ohio company, another cool thing that happens in Ohio. Uh, so, OverDrive, whose product is called Libby, um, they, uh, you know, they do try to get on every platform they possibly can. Yeah. And so, they were a real early adopter of Windows 10. Mm -hmm. Early enough that literally, I, I, I will agree with you, I kind of forgot that they had that app out there. Yeah. Um, not a lot of our other technology went to Windows 10 because it just it's mm -hmm. not an easy develop environment mm -hmm. uh, is what, I've under, what I understand. Um, not that this thing is bad, but, you know, it's not easy. It's another like, you know. question that has come up in conversation 
There's been a question about whether um, Charlie or Charlie and Sean are going to be doing another cutting the cord program. That was one that had been done um, not too long before the pandemic started. Yeah, I think, I think there's going to be another one coming up. I'm not sure whether we're going to do a video or we're going to do something live. Um, because uh, the reason I kind of put a, a stop to it is the pandemic started really driving yeah. streaming technology and antenna technology and all the stuff for the cutting the cord okay. class. It was like someone um, poured a bunch of gasoline and lit a match. <laughs> I mean, it just yeah. went like big time. Well, like, um, a bunch of companies invested oh, yeah. a ton of money into They're this technology. Just streaming stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, and, well, think about it, movie theaters closed. Yeah. So there's no way to get their new media out mm -hmm. to a theater. So the best way to do it, put it out on a streaming service that they have, charge per watch, mm -hmm. which... Eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus was... Um, when I went to, I wanted to watch uh, the new Ray and the Lost Dragon. Or Last yeah, Dragon. I want to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, uh, thirty dollars per view. Thirty dollars. <laughs> that's 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 like that's well, like me and my son going to the theater to go. Uh, no, I yeah. Uh, actually, I think I think if I if I did the math correctly, it's cheaper to go to the theater. Yeah, well, theaters are opening back it. up, which is nice. But uh, yeah, some of that technology kind of just like explode <laughs> exploded literally. Yeah. Um, and there was a launch of, because I had, my last class, I had done the Cutting the Cord, I had covered uh, Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, uh, Discovery Plus came out. Mm -hmm. um, HBO Max. HBO Max came out. Peacock. Uh, Peacock um, there's the other one, Paramount. A Acorn, I know. Acorn's one. been around for a while, yeah. But they, they, they invested a lot of money. In Acorn, yeah. Acorn started making money, and they started investing more and more into it. Yeah. Um, some of the struggling streaming companies... Mm -hmm. uh, got such a huge influx of cash that mm -hmm. uh, they redoubled down on like contenting and programming. Yeah. The the funny thing is that the you know they're starting to get niche, mm -hmm. and so like if I wanted to watch Food Network shows, that's a Discovery thing. So I may have to go to Discovery Plus yeah. as they're pulling things away from the other content channels like Amazon and Hulu and things. Mm -hmm. And then it, it ends up almost costing the same as cable because I was paying X amount for this service, X amount for this service, yeah. X amount for this service, you know, and it starts to build up and you're like, well, I cut the cord and I still have the same bill. Yeah. Well, the, the, I think the really the only benefit from it is that if you don't want to watch or you don't want to leave your TV on all the time with just what's running on the mm -hmm. cord, you can watch whatever you want or let it autoplay things that you want yeah. to watch. That's the only difference between and a benefit that I see from streaming services is that I could just sit there and I could be, you know, cleaning my room or something and then I could be letting it autoplay in the background. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about it being this one show that I don't like anymore and I have to swap it to another channel and it's the so, browsing of trying to find Okay, something. so you like the continuous play aspect versus like, okay, it's going to play one episode of a show I like and then the next thing on yeah. is something I don't like, so now i got to get up and change the channel. Um, I can see I can see the binging factor of yes. watching that, um, and I, I I am a fan of the time shifting because you know, my I'm here in the middle of the day, so yeah. you know there's stuff that comes out in the middle of the day. Um, I have a, a a younger son, so there's some shows that we don't watch when oh, yeah. he's awake, so it's nice to watch those after the fact. I don't have to yeah I don't have to that's, figure out what to do yeah, nice thing. with my son at eight o'clock because I want to watch something that probably yeah. isn't appropriate. I have deemed inappropriate for him, um, you know. Yeah, I mean the time shifted factor of that is it's what they what they've always called DVR time shifting. Mm -hmm. I think there's a, there's an aspect of that. 
Um, I think there's there's definitely advantages. Um, I think I'm waiting to see what happens because cable was like this too. There was a million little channels for everything. Mm -hmm. And then they all kind of bounced back together again. They all got eaten yeah. up and they became part of, you know, because uh, I still have fond memories of having four channels. Yeah. You know, and I was the remote control. I had yeah. to get up and walk over to the TV and click the thingy. Oh, yeah, my um, parents always told me stories about that. They were like, yeah. oh, yeah, you had to get up, move it. You had to get up, check the thing, Unless and then you had, you had to the, adjust the antenna. Yeah, you know. it wasn't connecting right. You had to yeah, move it around, you had to but... turn the rotor on the antenna on the house. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was I, I did that. You know, I had a real early cable box where you, you, you had to get up and turn a dial mm -hmm. to go to different cable <laughs> channels. Yeah. Um, that's how we got our exercise back in the day, Charlie. We, yeah. we got up and we walked to the TV. And, and we had to do it through shag carpet. Yeah. So it was like walking through the jungle to get to the TV because <laughs> there's shag carpet. And it's halfway up your knees. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, man, it tells you I was, I was a kid during the 70s, doesn't it, in the 80s? Um, but, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, until the remote control was invented. Until the remote control was invented. Even then, <laughs> some of those were really physical, clunky things. Yes. And you're like, you know... I don't know how people lost the remote control back then because yeah. it was like you know, this giant thing that was like this thick and mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, I I, I was just up at my uh, one of my friends uh, works up at the game store in the village. Uh huh. And uh, I guess they just have an older TV remote up there. Well, they have a bunch of old TVs anyway. Yeah. But it was literally like the big old clunky plastic buttons that uh -huh. you had to click every time you wanted to change it around, and I'm like. Man, I love, I remember seeing like these things before. I'm like, yep. these things are cool, but also they're clunky and heavy. Yeah, I, I have to stop to up there sometime. Now. I'm a huge fan of the, the, the store in the village yeah. that uh, has the, the, the older, I don't want to name drop them because, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they have old consoles and they, they yeah. you know, they had some really great original game consoles. Yeah. And I, they used to advertise one that's like, one of my dream consoles. Uh, yeah. I would love to just well, see it. I don't think I want to own it, but I, mean, I want to see it. I go, I go up there every week just to, I mean, to hang out with my friends sometimes. Mm -hmm. But like to look around because they get so much stuff in almost mm -hmm. every week. It's like you miss you you would miss out on something. If You'd you miss out because there. they do. They're they're constantly posting awesome stuff on their on their uh, social yeah. media. Yeah, I, I totally, I'm a fan of just watching all the cool stuff. Exactly. Um, <laughs> any other questions, Miss Melanie? We got anybody coming in, dialing in? We do not. It, I mean, so we are at 46 minutes right now. So, I mean, typically we've gone somewhere between 45 minutes and an hour. Okay. Um, currently, we do not have anyone watching. All right. So, I think we'll probably sign off. So, um, thank you uh, to Judy who asked a question. Thank you <laughs> to the people who were funneling questions to Miss Melanie on a different way. Um, one of the ways I'd love to do this is maybe try to figure out how to open up a phone line for us to, to do the, yeah. like a phone thing. The problem is, I, I'm not sure how to get the phone into the, the stream yeah, so that you could hear it. it the audio yeah, it'd be really rough. It'd be really yeah. rough. I want to shout out to Madison Tooth Center and Madison Senior Center. We were doing this AMA in conjunction with them, so hopefully there was some... Yep. So, yeah, so, yeah, I should do that just in case you didn't hear Melanie. So we do all of our AMAs in conjunction with the Senior Center and the Food Center, two great places in Madison uh, for helping folks out and providing a, uh, a way to increase the quality of life around Madison. So I uh, big shout out to them. Uh, big fans of all the people who work there. They're awesome. Um, so I pr probably should do some plugs for, hey, we have a lot of great uh, things on our YouTube channel. Uh, oh, yeah. We have uh, craft programs with Jenny. 
We have some knitting things with Margaret, including Plarn, which is plastic yarn, which is a, just a really awesome concept. We have Charlie's technology videos. Yeah. We have some of my technology videos. I just tapped my mic. <laughs> um, currently, we're also doing Macbeth. Uh, so that's a full cast of Macbeth that we put out there um, that we recorded it with staff and sound effects. Um, as of this morning, we did something for younger viewers. We had a challenge for uh, between Miss Melanie and Miss Deanna on their knowledge of the Ramona books. Uh, Beverly Cleary, who was probably, you know, influenced just about all of us at some point. Um, you know, her birthday was coming up. Unfortunately, she passed away. So in celebration of her, we did a, uh, a trivia game. And they actually, if you remember the Ramona books, one of the more famous scenes is Ramona smashed an egg on her head. Well, I'm not going to give it totally away, but there were eggs involved and smashing. So you may want to check that out on our Facebook page. Even if you're not a fan of the Ramona books, watching someone smash an egg on their head because they got a question wrong is pretty awesome. Um, is there anything else I forgot, Charlie? Uh, let's see. What else we got? We got a great history of Madison program that's yeah, up the on the uh, on our playlists. So we've got a lot of that content. Uh, don't forget we do story times and other programs via Zoom. And so I think with that, I think we'll go ahead and sign off. So you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, Twitch, and Pinterest. I think I covered everything. Did I forget any uh, of them? I don't know. Let's. Uh, <laughs> let me let me just go to the website. Real go to quick. the website. All right. Let me just pull that up. Let's see uh, any uh, links that you forgot about. Did I forget. Did I say Twitter. <laughs> I think I got Twitter. So Facebook, uh, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Twitch, Pinterest. Oh, LinkedIn, and uh, Flickr. 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 Yeah. <laughs> We're still on Flickr. Um, Yep. <laughs> well, so with that, thank you very much. Have a wonderful afternoon or evening or morning, wherever you are and watching us. So, signing off. Go ahead and kill the food, please. Thank you.